Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are uh, Monday. Uh, we're now uh, mid-February, so we're at the uh, 21st, I believe, as uh, February 21st. Man, it's uh, it's Good cold. morning. Good morning. Uh, and we're doing um, uh, kind of a mini-series. Uh, we'll try to uh, probably we'll be able to get this done this week, but it may go longer. Um, I'm super on, excited for this. On abiding uh, uh, kind of a refresher. Uh, we'll call it abiding refresher. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, as you were led and, and, and confirmed from, by me is that it's kind of good to always come back to this uh, because we talk a lot about you know, we've been through discerning God's will. We talk about how you how you uh, handle the end time stuff, um, and uh, we just did a whole series on overcoming worry, fear, and anxiety, where we talked about abiding, hearing, processing is really critical. Uh, and and the question sure. that you and I have learned and and we've taught and and people have received is everything you got going, right. Your, your question is, uh, and remember this is out of Joshua uh, when he uh, met Jesus actually on his way to Jericho in the promised land. Uh, and he says, are you for me or for them? And, and <laughs> no. the answer is emphatic. <laughs> it's an emphatic, no, absolutely not. You just asked the wrong question. Mm -hmm. And then Joshua says, and these, this is the question you and I have learned, well, what do you have to say about that? What do right. you have to say to your servant? And it puts you in a position where... Um, a servant, and the word there is equivalent to bond servant. And a bond servant uh, literally had no rights at all. I mean, none. Right. There was kind of different levels of servants. Mm -hmm. uh, but a bond servant was at the very, very, very least where right. I have no rights. I only do, only f fulfill everything the master tells me. Mm -hmm. um, and that's my role in life. Uh, now, um, we got to be careful not to take that to, uh, you know, what we tend to do is is say, well, then I'm a slave. Right. And my master is self-centered and I have to do whatever he wants to, even when it's not enjoyable. Uh, and is that what is that what God's like? Uh, I'm a slave. Uh, and the answer is no, it's it's a servant in the context of of dad um, I'm both father and you're my child right uh, part of my family but your your heart is at the level of a bond servant out of out of a couple interesting things um, if you're at the level of a bond servant what would you what would you do you really so this is you know I've talked to everyone about um, the whole daughter do lost light friend yes, that God yes. and bond servant in the New Testament is translated as do loss. And that is really that coming under that you're so in love, honestly, so in love 
and aligned in heart with your master that you can't help but want to do what he desires to be done. And it's it's this heart alignment. Um, it's not a a forced like we picture a slave as a as a duty. And again, like you said, doing things we don't want to do. And if I do, if I surrender, he's going to send me to Africa. Or is <laughs> you know this, this is what we think. That's not what the heart behind the word doulos our bondservant truly is when we see it represented in the Bible. It is yeah. being fully aligned and surrendered to his best and none better, yeah, what and, he's inviting us yeah, to. Yeah, and, and think about what you just said there, and that's the issue is, um, remember he invites us mm-hmm. willingly to do this. So it's not, yeah. it's not interesting enough, it's not a forced thing. It's yeah. not. And we want to go. It's, it's yeah. we want to align our heart with his he, out of love for him. He invites you to come and be a bondservant. Um, mm-hmm. Well, why? Well, <laughs> because first of all, he says, um, I know more than you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know about the future. I know what's around the corner. Um, I see things that I can uh, help you understand, particularly where I can have you avoid them or alter them or have a different perspective on them because I see the future um, and I want to have you live this grand life. Um, and so I, I know more than you. Uh, by the way, I'm more powerful than you. Mm. I can deliver to you, and this is where, where the essence of why would you want to be a bondservant, because you're surrendering to someone who is good and, right. and has right. your, your best interest in heart so that um, he says, I'm going to deliver to you. And this is why, we're, and we're going to have a series after this called The Covenant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so important to really grab hold of this because he says, I'm going to mm-hmm. deliver to you the covenant, which is I'm a, I am going to bless you to make you a blessing. By the way, where? Where we live, where do we live in the right. world? And the world's full of trouble. Mm-hmm. So he's not saying that um, you're becoming a servant to me so that I can remove you from any issues in life, Mm -hmm. but rather in the issues of life, which you're going to have, I can deliver to you the covenant when, see, every time, all the time. And and then if you knew that, and this is why you and I, you know, would you, if somebody asked me, are you, are you telling me that you uh, are a bondservant? My answer is (laughs) yes. Absolutely. Uh, Because, (laughs) because I've learned it's, it's what you just said, it's best and none better. Mm-hmm. It's covenant life. Um, it's not absent of trouble, not absent of issues, but, but because I know something, he says, instead of you, Rich, trying to figure this out, and by the way, cause yourself more difficulty, because right. you're looking at it strictly in the natural, learn to come to me and ask me the question, what do you have to say about mm-hmm. this? Um, and it's at it's at multiple levels as we look at abiding. So, uh, and we'll get into this uh, uh, through this little uh, refresher. But <clears throat> let me let me help you understand maybe two fundamental ways that we are to live our, live our life out. Uh, the pure, what I call pure abiding, is in uh, something that God is speaking to us that he says, I want you to receive this truth, uh, this uh, understanding, this transformation, uh, this 
you know, like like I know Dan is is working on uh, God's spoken Sabbath. I right. want you to learn. I want you to learn Sabbath. And and remember, it's not a mechanical thing. It's not like mm-hmm. okay, I can read about Sabbath. Oh yeah, it's all about Sunday. And then and, I check that box. Yeah. yeah. And God says no. <laughs> um, I want you to receive a bigger, more profound, deeper truth about mm-hmm. this. And by the way, as it applies, so that you can walk in it, so you can walk and enjoy in it what and, I have for you in uh, it. And yeah. live it. So I'm not telling you to go do certain things to, to prove it; it's to receive it. And mm-hmm. so abiding uh, is is always in, I would say, you know, kind of a subject, a uh, an area of you know. He's talking about Sabbath or a theme know, is uh, kind of uh, what I tend to talk yeah, about. Th- he he tends thing. to speak uh, to me in themes. And uh, I'm, I'm personally now uh, in a theme of grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Rich, I want you to go deeper into grace. Uh, I don't do it as a, a intellectual study. And by the way, right. that was my bent because of the skill that God gave me for study. Right. Uh, and so, so you actually, because that's your bent, you have to be even more careful not to fall back into that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, and again, um, when, <laughs> uh, when I went to college, um, you know, I signed, you, you, you sign up for your courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, uh, actually, I, I always took more than normal. Mm-hmm. So I got through uh, undergrad fast. I got through uh, a two-year, I got a, a four-year uh, grad, undergraduate in three and a half. I did a two-year uh, MBA in six months. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did a three-year seminary in two years. You know, um, so I'm always taking more uh, right. than normal. Uh, what I would do, uh, because of my ability that God gave me to study and and, and learn, um, and your memory, and my you have memory. that memory that's uh, so crazy. So I, I read. <laughs> I read all of the textbooks mm-hmm. for every class in the first week. Mm. The entire thing, whatever it was, the whole the whole curriculum. <laughs> uh, I read the whole thing. Um, I highlighted. Now you're just showing off, Rich. I, I know I am showing <laughs> off. Um, I just wanted I want to tell the difference between yes, study and and hearing. So yeah. Um, and then I just went to class, took notes. Uh, when test time time came, I just reviewed what I read and read, reviewed my notes, mm-hmm. and uh, and because again of the memory, I could I could recall, right, literally pages of oh okay that you know there's the answer so I was gifted in that. Uh, well, as I'm learning to follow God, I approached it the same way. You know, when I graduated from seminary, I knew the Bible. Right. Um, and I knew where everything was. In fact, the uh, you've described the testing you had to do there, and it was truly in-depth, the things yeah. that you had to recall yeah. detail for detail. You know. That's right. When you graduated, uh, there were, uh, you had four days um, of uh, test. Mm-hmm. And it was Old Testament, New Testament theology, and then just Bible content. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would just give you a chapter and a, in a uh, in a book in a chapter, and you'd have to you'd have to write what was in that chapter, or they'd give right. you a verse. Where is it? And um, and I knew it, um, so it was you know I had all that. Um, and so when I graduate from seminary, I'm kind of in that mode of I've been going to school, learning how to do that. So I approached everything intellectually. You translated it to to this as well. Yeah, yeah. and so I, and I was I was a um, if you would have asked me 
are you a daily abider? Mm -hmm. My answer would have been yes. Every day I, I spend time in the Word of God um, and I'm doing study and something interesting happened. Um, uh, of course, I, you know, I'm going through my life and of course I've gone through bankruptcy and I, you know, I've, those are things that kind of came, came up. But um, one of the things that hit me was I know all this stuff, but it, it, I, don't, I don't experience this stuff. Your head knowledge there was great, but living it out by experience was yeah, lacking. Yeah, right? and I kept I kept looking at well, but God God says God says God says, mm -hmm. and I'm saying well, that's not true for me. Right. And I and I literally, this is when the whole thing shifted for me is I I started to say wait a second, mm -hmm. either there's something there's something amiss in how I'm receiving this, or this whole thing is baloney. Right. And I was at a point Because where, there was a gap between your knowledge and your experience. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and basically, and this is where a lot of people are today, they just never got, got to that level with, with what I did. Literally where I just said, if this isn't really true, mm -hmm. and it's just information, well then why bother? Right. You know what? Maybe I should just stop doing this and, and just mm -hmm. go live my life. I guess I'm supposed to live the life the best I can because I don't experience all this, all these great mm -hmm. things. Or, and I'll just take the nuggets out that yeah. seem to be useful to me. Right. Or maybe I'm missing something. Uh, mm -hmm. And this is uh, what happens with typical believers is they, they kind of know, wait a minute. I've, I go to church, I hear, I hear sermons, blah, blah, all these stuff, but it's not really happening for me. Um, and even I prayed about it or I, I, I studied the Bible about it, but it didn't happen. So right. in essence, they say, why bother? And they actually stop, <laughs> they actually stop. Um, mm -hmm. And they basically say, and that's when we come back to this idea of a bond servant. Well, why would I even consider that? Because right. it hasn't been that good for me. It hasn't changed anything. Uh, it hasn't and, changed. Yeah. Uh, and so as I pursued that, uh, and it was a genuine question, and I was praying, you know, God, God what's, what's, gone? what's wrong here? Uh, mm -hmm. and, he, and then he led me, had people come into my life that said, yeah, you've approached it all in your head and logic. That intellectual standpoint. And, and you're yeah. in the natural. You haven't, who do you have within you? The Holy Spirit. He said, mm -hmm. do you understand the relationship there? No, uh, I've really shunted it off. I was thinking purely in the in the intellect, and he said you got to learn to be uh, a spiritual abider by letting the Holy Spirit give you life and guide you and lead you. Uh, and so, uh, as these themes come up, is I want to in your lifetime is going to have theme after theme after theme after theme. Of, let me sh let me show you God speaking. Let me let me reveal truth to you so that you experience it, have it, live it, and it's now part of you, and you get to see who I am. So like, for example, healing, which is something we'll, we'll talk about down the road, um, most people don't know God is their healer. Right. Uh, and I didn't either. Uh, and, and God says, well, would you like to learn this? You know, yes. Oh. Well, I have, I have things to reveal to you. Abide with me. Right. And, and we'll see this in the verses we're gonna cover. 
uh, and you'll have fruit. <laughs> you'll, yeah. You'll experience it. Uh, so that's one. Uh, and I try to help people look at um, you're going to be abiding in a theme mm-hmm. all the time. And it could be days, weeks, months. You know, I've, I've been in themes for six months. Uh, Sometimes there's layers where he, there's a theme and he moves you on to something else and then he comes back. Once he gives you this other puzzle piece and puts another layer into a theme you were in earlier. Yeah, yeah. And what I yeah. call, uh, and we'll talk about this, I taught we, uh, what I call side rails is that you're on this track. And he says, in order for you to really learn something about this, I need to take you down this side track. Mm-hmm. Go receive this, and then we'll come back. Uh, it's right. A, it's a piece of his beautiful puzzle. Uh, uh, and that's really what I had to learn was. Uh, he said, you know, as you're learning this, um, I'm putting together a puzzle for you uh, and both both of these things, both your theme. And then secondly, and we'll come back to that, um, we have questions about life. Right. Um, what's your will? Remember, a bond servant mm-hmm. is is basically what? I got to follow. Doing whatever his master follow, is telling him. I got to follow yeah. what you say. And, and so I need to know your will. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's in the context of, of my life. Right. And the living out of my life. Uh, and I need to know your will. So we have a, Linda and I, we, you know, we do our abiding in themes. And we're all, and interesting enough, we're always in different places. Right. Uh, yeah. Don't you see that they weave together beautifully? They, they weave together. Uh, yeah. It's really fun. It's so fun. It's really fun <laughs> when there's um, scripture that comes together and God says, I, right. I need both of you. And by the way, we help each other you know, receive stuff. Um, but the other piece of it is we have what we call God's will. So we have a separate journal that lists everything down that we're addressing. We have a question about, we have a problem with, we have an mm-hmm. opposition to. Um, and Things we list, you're seeking his answers we, on. We yeah. seek his will. And what do you have to say about this, including you could be calling me to something new mm-hmm. uh, that I haven't even asked you about, but, right. but you've alerted me to say, you know, here, pay attention to this. Uh, I think what you're saying there, I just want to highlight, because I think this is an important thing that I have seen people um, struggle with, is you've got both and going there. Yes, You've got the questions that you're seeking his wisdom on and a theme that he is doing heart work on yes. as well. Yes. And um, I think... For at least in my experience, a lot of times where people um, get into that, where they can go awry on that too, is that they end up just seeking the answers, and then they they start coming to God, and they're really just looking for the gift and not worshiping the giver and allowing Him to be the potter and them to be the clay. Right. And and it just becomes this looking just for answers, and it's a very transactional rather than the intimate um, heart work that he does right. in the midst of it as well. That's so right. I think it's important to see both and going on simultaneously. Yes, um, and, and it is both and, and it's it's always going to be both and. So that, yes. Uh, and that's why when I say, you know, where are you abiding in the word, my first question is always what theme <laughs> is God working with you that you're going to be spending days weeks and months receiving and he has something to say and and think of it in a really simple way uh, he's saying i'm trying to express <clears throat> uh, my name uh, my name is i am and i'm i'm all these things and i need you to experience that in your life. So like for example uh, 
he can be saying to somebody, and he often does in, in particularly retreats because this is a universal problem, um, well, one of the reasons that you struggle in life is that you have unforgiveness in your heart, which is normal, by the way. Uh, right. And, and people don't understand that what it means, and, and they, they actually use it as a way of protecting, what they think protecting their heart. And God sure. says, well, I need to teach you uh, forgiveness. Now, it's not, and this is what we're trying to get to, is... <laughs> It's not what I was doing at right. the very beginning is I knew all about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. No problem. I knew all the scriptures about it. I knew I could I could repeat it. Interesting enough, I didn't know it. Uh, he says, yeah, because you didn't learn to abide with me until you experienced knowing him as the forgiver and me living that life out. And by the way, the freedom that that brings. Uh, right. So there'll be a theme and that's why I talk to everybody is, well, what theme are you in? Um, and, and God has one always for somebody right. to be abiding right. in. And then the second thing is, how are you doing on discerning God's will about all mm-hmm. the things that you're dealing with? And, and a lot of people elevate is, well, I'll ask him about a few big ones and I'll take the rest. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, a bond servant says, what do you have to say about this? Right. What do you have to say right. about this? Um, and, and so Linda and I have our separate abiding process of, of uh, what's the issue. Uh, we go, we went through the whole series. You can go back and go back through it if you want to discerning God's will, overcoming fear, worry, and anxiety. I mean, the same thing of um, how do we seek right. understanding that. And so abiding is theme. And that's that's daily growing processing until you experience something that he wants to say and show and then got, uh, abiding God's will. And, and we got to help each other keep understanding that, because like you say, there's a there tends to be, well, I just have questions. So I'm going to abide in that until I get my answers. And that's important, but it's not the only thing. It's, hey, by it's the way, not the only thing. Absolutely. Uh, and one of the reasons why people don't get life so to speak, is that if they're only in the question piece, I need mm-hmm. an answer. Well, this and this is the way it works. Does God give you an answer every single day? No. No. Um, so we don't, like for example, we're abiding in our discerning God's will list. It's not that every single day I've got to go to scripture and I've got to get something and I've got to receive something and, and i got to, it's, it's, it's as it comes hey, today something happened or something was alerted to me and I and I spent some energy on it. And then, hey, Linda, let's talk about that. But it doesn't happen every single day. Right. Um, and that's why people get kind of dry as well. And, God, and from God's perspective, it's kind of funny. He says, yeah, because I have nothing to say, say to you today about that. <laughs> um, right now I'm telling you other things yeah. and I want that intimacy yeah. with you because I'm growing something in you before you can receive what I need to tell you. But in the theme... My, my experience has been that literally every single day there is mm-hmm. life in that process. And, and I, I, don't, I don't really experience uh, like I got nothing. Um, right. Now, I could be cross-referencing, and we'll, we'll talk about this. I could be cross-referencing and get nothing. Right. Yeah, that's not it. But I don't say, well, then I'm done. I got mm-hmm. nothing. It's like, no, <laughs> I have something else for you to see. Um, and there's a life to it. See, there's a beauty to it. So mm-hmm. ab- abiding is us being a bond servant. 
uh, with a heart to go. Why? Because it's good. He's going to deliver the covenant. He knows more than me. He can, he can make things happen, um, and he can transform us. And we learn, which is why once you do, once you learn this, uh, you never stop because you realize, well, how fantastic a life is this mm-hmm. and the privilege that I have to be his child and he's with me and I'm with him uh, and the relationship is growing. So uh, as we uh, get into this a little bit, let's start with a couple of uh, reminders. Uh, go to John chapter 10, uh, and this is Jesus speaking about the shepherd, uh, John uh, 10, 3 to 5. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Yep, and then jump down to verse 27, 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, think about that simple statement. He summarizes it in 27. Mm-hmm. My sheep, what? Hear my voice. Hear my voice. Mm-hmm. And they what? I know them and they follow me. And they follow me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that implies a lot. <laughs> so, yes. Um, and see, it's, it's not my sheep. He doesn't even say... Uh, remember when, when Paul writes about this in Second uh, uh, Timothy, that the, uh, the word has been inspired and breathed by God and is profitable for living life out. Right. Okay. He, he, he says the word is critical, and we're going to get into that, that, that it's yeah. not uh, your life of hearing his voice is not absent mm-hmm. of what he's already spoken. But he didn't say here. Mm-hmm. My sheep know what I wrote. Right, right. <laughs> he, did, he didn't say that. Uh, he said, my sheep what? Hear my voice. Okay, hear my voice. Now, mm-hmm. if that's true, mm-hmm. then what's he doing? He must be actively speaking. Well, he's speaking. Mm-hmm. Active. My sheep hear my voice, which means my voice is being heard, is being spoken. Mm-hmm. If, if, if he's speaking it, and I'm his sheep. What is what is what am I what am I experiencing? I must be in a posture to listen. Yeah, see, to I'm, hear. I'm able. Yeah. I'm able to hear it. Mm-hmm. See, if if it wasn't, he would he would have he would have just said he wouldn't have talked about this. Right. Just go study the word, and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. Because then he wouldn't make the statement. Well, my sheep hear. Literally, I right. I, I receive what you're saying. Uh, and I have the ability, and by the way, because of that, I'm a bondservant. I willingly follow you. Mm-hmm. Why would you willingly follow? Because <laughs> it's going to be spectacular. Which, by the right. way, and this is this is uh, remember John ten ten is in the middle of all this. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, "Yeah, I know the thief has come to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come to do what? To give life and give it abundantly. Give it to you super abundantly. I'm going to restore mm-hmm. to you the seven things we talk about this." the seven beautiful things that I've always intended, I'm going to restore that to you uh, super abundantly. Um, mm-hmm. So he doesn't even say, well, yeah, follow me, and it may be good, maybe not. Uh, he says, if you follow me, 
I'm here to give you, deliver to you, hand over to you super abundant life. Why? Well, because I can. Right. <laughs> I, have right. The, I have the power to do it. So, uh, so abiding, remember, and we'll get into this, is 24 7 mm-hmm. in the relationship so that the ability for him to speak and us to listen is all the time. Right. Uh, and he does it through the Holy Spirit, who's now resident within us. Uh, and then he makes a statement uh, back up in verses three to five. He says, My sheep know the difference between my voice and, and what? A stranger. Yes. Uh, so I know the difference, but you know the difference between uh, his mm-hmm. voice and a stranger's voice. Okay, so think of it in really simple terms. I know what is of God and what is not of God. Right. Um, and the stranger can be all kinds of sources. Yeah. That's an important verse right there because that is something that um, I hear often as people are learning to really hear from God is I can't tell the difference between what he's saying and what my thoughts are. Yes. Um, and and this verse actually says that we will yeah. as we begin to. And so that's, that's an important thing to remember that that is something he literally will equip us to do, to he, know the he difference. He will equip us. Um, yeah. And it, and it is... Uh, it is a, a learned process, and it, it happens mm-hmm. fairly quickly that um, he said part of this process of abiding is to quickly get to knowing the difference between what I'm saying and what others are saying that, in fact, aren't me. Right. Uh, and I've got to, and I I've got always, to, when I think of that, I come back to thinking about... Um, you know, the, we've talked about this illustration of counterfeit money before and people who are trained to um, to recognize counterfeit money don't study all the counterfeit. They study the real thing so that when the counterfeit is presented, they so readily recognize that it isn't the real thing that they see the false and they have the discernment there. And I think that to me is a real picture of how we know his voice too. The more we spend time with him and talk to him and see who he is and his character, the more readily when we hear other voices and they don't align, we are able to recognize and discern that this is his voice and not my own and not the world's or the enemy's or anything else. That's right. Um, And it's uh, it's very, very uh, clear of mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what he says about that, uh, that um, you'll know the difference. So think about what you just said. It's, it's learning the genuine voice. Uh, and a great picture uh, is think of an infant. Um, now, they're not capable of expressing anything other than you know just sounds. Um, and you have an infant, uh, and by the time they're anywhere from four to six six months old, whose voice do they recognize? Oh, they know mom and dad's voice yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. See, they know, and now think about it. It's really simple. Why do they know that? Because we are their source for everything. They're dependent on us, what, and they've heard it day what, in, day out see, now. See, every day you're speaking, mm-hmm. and they start to know the difference right because it's it's practicing in a sense now they're just they're just they you know they have no consciousness of this but but they're listening mm-hmm. uh, to your voice that you're speaking 
even though they can't, they don't know the meaning of it. Uh, right. But they know they they. But know they it, still recognize. But they it. recognize yes. the voice. So, um, and you can you can even test this out, which is really funny. Um, take you know if you go into somebody's house that has an infant. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 you know they basically you know they're sitting in a you know something some kind of a, a, a walker or something uh, or a, a cushion and um, mom or dad speak their name or say something you'll see them turn their head right right uh, and hey I'm, I'm paying attention I know your voice and I do and I could I could say the same thing and they don't turn their head at all Right, uh, right. Because well, I, you're a stranger mm-hmm. in the sense of you're not mom and dad. I know the difference between your voice mm-hmm. and them. Why? Well, because mom and dad have been speaking to them. Right. Uh, and they get used to it. And so now I understand it. So, so think of the simplicity. How would you learn to recognize the voice of God? Simply by listening to it. When? All the time. See, it's practicing because mm-hmm. uh, remember he said I'm, I'm within you and I'm going to start speaking to you mm-hmm. uh, and you start to practice and that's why we say to people uh, in our abiding retreats if you take 20 minutes a day processing what happens in an abiding retreat that everybody gets a theme everybody gets a, uh, a place I want you to learn this and it's important in your life and I'm going to speak it to you remember you're not going to go study it. You're going to you're going right. to receive it. Receive it and okay, stay with so, it till you do. So stay with yeah. it and stay in those words. Stay in that dialogue, that relationship. And if you do it for thirty days, mm-hmm. twenty minutes a day, at the mm-hmm. end of that thirty days, God will have spoken. You'll have heard it. You'll have understood it. You'll have seen a difference because He not only speaks but He, he performs. That's why he says, I'm going to deliver to the abundant life. I can make things happen. I'm going to, I'm going to do things that you'll recognize. Oh, look at that. God did that. Um, and at the end of 30 days, you now have a pretty decent understanding of the difference between God's voice and nobody. Why? Because you, you did it for 30 days and let him speak to you. And then it's like, oh, this is, this is what it feels and looks like. And I'm beginning to know the difference. And, uh, and what he does is he says a couple things. Um, you can trust me and you and what I tell people is well what's am I hearing God am I hearing not am I I just say do you understand what is it that you're hearing trust is from God now by the way it doesn't mean it's final it doesn't mean it's complete Um, and and remember we talked about discerning God's will even what you're receiving as a theme he brings, and we'll talk about this, he brings people around us. He brings ways of confirmation mm-hmm. so yeah, that it's not, it's not just uh, uh, individually, you got to be perfect at this. You just have to go with the re- beautiful relationship and let him, let him uh, fulfill by bringing in other people, other things, the sense of peace, uh, which we'll talk about, of uh, what it means to uh, confirm that, yeah, I, you're getting clarity. And usually it's, it's, it looks like this. Um, they confuse they, they confuse clarity with hearing his voice. And, and what I say is this. Um, 
you've heard you've heard his voice but you're not clear yet you're not certain yet of everything that that means i said don't don't take the lack of clarity as i'm not hearing his voice right uh is yeah you're hearing his voice but there's a process yeah to receiving clarity and that may take a while as you hear his voice and and we're going to talk about in fact if i can just insert here kind of funny um just this last week there was something god was speaking to me um i think i shared with you um that we're taking our our leadership team away for a retreat coming up Mm -hmm. um just to kind of get back really to what we're doing here in this podcast to come back to the basics and make sure that we are all truly living authentically what we're teaching and just um bringing each other back to making sure we're enjoying the abiding and we truly are bringing things to him and listening and hearing, you know, all of these things, just um, refreshing everyone in that. So I'm excited for that. Well, as um, we've been preparing for this weekend, um, God has laid an idea on my heart, this theme of there's some repentance that is actually gonna need to happen in all of you. Um, And so pay attention to this. Well, I've shared before how I'll do like, uh, almost like a listening journal in the midst of, um, my abiding time, I will sit with my journal and I'll ask God a question and I'll and and just wait till I hear something and, and write what I believe he says. And so this is where I'm going with this. It's kind of funny. So I had asked him this particular question and and then waited and I wrote it out and and it didn't quite sit right with me. And so my next question was, did I hear you right? <laughs> was this and and honestly, just as quickly he said, mm no you added a little bit yourself but you got this part right so stay with that that's where you're starting let's keep pressing in there and i'll unfold the rest but but don't you add your own to it you know and it was just that natural that you know i mean even at this as long as i've been abiding there are times when i i go and i add my own but he just that quickly quickens my spirit and says oh no that that part was you let's come back this part was me stay here don't add to it and let me take you from here yeah and a couple things about that um why did you even raise up that question the question of of have I, if it was if it was have, him <laughs> have, have i fully received all this or have i brought something into it it just there was a quickening of the spirit in there as i wrote it out that um you know what that that doesn't quite seem right that's not in keeping it, it just didn't quite seem right and yes. so i knew i needed to ask the question yeah yeah and, and he and, and he that quickly answered that's yeah. what abiding is about is it's called a quickening of the spirit we'll get into some verses mm-hmm. about you know his his voice is life uh peace uh that you recognized mm-hmm. that um uh, well, he's saying you don't quite have this yet, right? Uh, because you added a few things, um, right? And remember, uh, this is not a system. This is not a. a this is a relationship, right? Uh, and he's his job is to, in a sense, disquiet you, mm-hmm. and say, yeah, I wonder. I wonder about this. Um, have I have I done something here? Have I missed something? Is this really? Do I have it all all clear? And he said, no, you don't. <laughs> uh, because it's an ongoing relationship, not, not for right. you to be perfect and make sure you get it all right. straight. And it didn't feel honestly like it, it didn't feel like this correction or disappointment. It was, I almost, 
almost felt him chuckle at me. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, yeah. good try. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you've got some of this, yeah. but let's stick to what I actually yeah. said instead yeah. of what you threw in to add yeah. to it, you yeah, know? Uh, those are really good ideas, but uh, no, that's not mine. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's that sensitivity that we try to encourage people as you're abiding is pay attention to the sensitivity of the quickening, the challenge, the troubling. Right. Uh, and you don't have to even know anything about it other than, well, maybe there's something here I'm not quite getting or something right. I've, I've gone off on. So uh, what do you have to say about that? Uh, and you're opening to his leading. That's not how he works it. Uh, and secondly, you said uh, for your group, uh, there's a theme of repentance. <laughs> okay. so uh, And you're going to be revisiting abiding. Uh, so right. one thing you're not going to do. Mm-hmm is they come and say, okay, everybody, you all got to repent. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, because then what you've done mm-hmm. is move it to law and you have become right. the lawgiver. Right. And, they, and, and, it, and it's not that it's not true. Mm-hmm. God's calling people to repent. Uh, yes. He said, I need you to facilitate that. Right. Yes. But Simply by bringing them back to his word. Yeah. But don't you, yeah. don't you say they need to, you mm-hmm. should. It's a, hey, we need to open this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that God wants us to at least look at this together. and to what, Be authentic. Be, and, and get into the word mm-hmm. and let him quicken your spirit. Let him speak right. to you anything about this. Right. That we then can process. Right. Uh, and by the way, he's already showing me because my question as he brought this up is, okay, then that is me as well. You know, what, what do I need? I can't, I couldn't even really tell him what is it that I need to repent of? And he began, as I asked him and I processed that question, he took me through some of the things that he's already highlighting and like, you know, this is, I want you to come back to my feet on this. You know, this, you teach this, you speak this. But if you aren't living and walking this daily, there's hypocrisy there. So there's a need for repentance. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and so he's walking me through that. And I believe as as he takes us all in this place, that there is gonna be very unique to each person there, a place that he speaks into that for all of us. Yeah, and you know? as you as you think about <laughs> uh, you know, you're gonna you're even a teaching abiding uh, is um, abiding doesn't look like what somebody else has said we should do, yes. but rather it's opening up. I need to facilitate you, and we'll, we'll talk about this next time, about um, abiding in the vine. My role, mm-hmm. even in, when you hear something like this, is it's not to have you, quote, perform and do and, and act. Right. It's, right. it's to let's together... I'm going to get you connected to the vine, and I mm-hmm. and I do know he's going to speak to us about this particular thing, repentance. Right. But but my role for you, everybody in that group, your role will be go process with God. What does He have to say to you? Exactly. Uh, and and we're going to learn uh, the beauty. Now, why? <laughs> because my sheep hear my voice. Right. Uh, right. And so he doesn't say my sheep tell other sheep what what I said. <laughs> 
Exactly, exactly. Uh, now he uses the body and he facilitates mm -hmm. that. So uh, we do have a little bit of And even story. coming together in that, you know, we've talked about sacred assembly, coming together yeah. in a sacred assembly and then sharing as we've broken off and had him speak to us, sharing what he's saying yeah. and being able to take each other further in that. I think and, it's going to be a beautiful thing. And the picture that I try to share with people is it's not other sheep telling you what anything. It's that there are, are times when we are called to be, yeah, we're both sheep, but we're also called to be a sheep dog. Um, and a sheep dog is getting an instruction from the master, the shepherd, to say, here's what I'd like you to do with the sheep, but your right. focus is still on me, and you're it's listening still on to him. me, and exactly. you're hearing my voice, you're following my instruction. And interesting enough, you actually don't care what they do. Now you're mm -hmm. you're going to fulfill the assignment, but they they may or may not receive it. So, like for example, right. uh, this weekend coming up with your you're going to discuss repentance. It's not your job, right, to make sure they all repent. Right. Your job is a sheepdog is saying, well, introduce them into the word of this. Let me speak mm -hmm. to them. And and right. daughter, you keep coming back to me. And by the way, he says. Uh, there's a few couple things I need to talk to you about. Uh, right, that, absolutely. That's, that's the focus. So that you, you're you going to this weekend become in the role of a sheepdog that facilitates the abiding, which is personal. And the question is really simple. What are you, right. hearing, what are you hearing from God? Right. Uh, because why? Well, my sheep Mm -hmm. absolutely hear my voice hear my absolutely. voice and they follow me <laughs> so mm -hmm. in order for me to to then follow it'll be well god will give you the instruction about it and you you follow what he says mm -hmm. uh, and that's what abiding is all about so it's it's a relationship and it starts with an understanding and a, uh, a willingness to learn are you hearing his voice, which means there's a speaking, and it's a literally words about me and about what he's saying that he says. So it's not a study. It's not an intellectual thing. It's not a law. It's personal. So it'd be right. like if you, if you know, go with Dan, and I said, you know, do you, <laughs> do you know Dan's voice? Yeah. Well, huh? what, what does he have to say to you? What, what is he saying to you? Well, you know, because you're in relationship right. to him. It's something you recognize, receive, and process. And by the way, what do you do? Hey, Dan, what about this? Or, hey, I'm not sure I right. agree with that or I understand that. And it's dialogue, 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 talking, listening, talking, listening. Um, so yeah. then when he says, my sheep, now this is really cool. Uh, he says, my sheep hear my voice. Hmm. Through the whole process, particularly through the whole New Testament, the Gospels, what does he say? I hear your voice. <laughs> right, right. He says, no problem. I can hear what you have to say. Um, mm -hmm. and, and interesting enough, you can pray to me, talk to me. And a lot of times, you well, you're praying. You're not verbally talking out loud. But it's through the spiritual process of he, I, right. hear, I hear what you're saying. It's yep. a spiritual thing. I want you to hear what I'm saying. And, we're, and I want to dialogue with you. Mm -hmm. process with you do life with you because that's his thrill so uh, we'll pick this up next time we get into john 15 about the uh, vine but it starts with an understanding and a question uh, are you hearing his voice abiding 
means you are. If right. you're not hearing his voice, then something isn't right, and you you've right. missed what abiding's all about. So, yeah. Uh, and by the way, it's all the time. Um, God's going to mm-hmm. speak all the time. So, my sheep and are, in the way that you hear it, and, and, you and know, the way that, that you, can, you, you can receive hear it and, and receive listen. It. So, yeah. my sheep hear my voice. And, I love and, that. And and follow me. And you said it right. Why? And and even that. And I know them, and they follow me. Yeah, I know them. That he knows us. <laughs> and, and, and you spoke the word. The reason of the bondservant doulos is it's a loving. Yes. I can hardly wait. Right. To, to experience this relationship because yes, I'm a doulos. I'm a I'm a bond servant, but it's out of the love, and I get to have mm-hmm. the privilege of being with him, who delivers Absolutely. to me this fantastic life. Why would I not? Why would I not do that? Yeah. I mean, so yeah, that's the heart of it. So we we pray that you really understand that. And again, if you got questions about hearing his voice and how does that really work, and and uh, maybe you're stuck and say I've, I've I seem to have missed it, uh, you can you know put a comment on the YouTube uh, questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. And uh, we'll be happy to process it, even in this little mini series, or even later, uh, we'll yeah. we'll definitely come up and, and pick it up. So we we pray but that this you'll, is uh, truly just the core foundation of yeah. what we want to of what we want to share with people. Yeah. And we just want to keep re- reminding the refresher is abiding is beautiful. It's relationship, and it's mm-hmm. it's about the ability and the beautiful uh, privilege we have to hear his voice. Yes. And by the way, we'll, we will then follow him. So. Uh, we urge you to keep going and keep come tune in tomorrow. We're going to continue with this little refresher course, and it's really important for all of us to do this. So we look forward to it. Great, thanks so much, Rich. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and we look forward to continuing this with you. Have a yep. great day. Yep, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.